0: Bobby Flay, welcome home, honey. You get on in here.
3: It's so nice to be
0: here. I like the balloons. Yeah. You like our new studio. You've never been in this studio. I
3: have not been here. No. This you know what is, we do? Um, we
0: keep moving and you keep finding us. <laughs> so we got to move again.
3: Here's the deal. So from now on, when you guys move, I'm just going to move my apartment.
0: <laughs> okay. That's a good I idea. I have to move That's out of Tribeca
3: right. now and I have to move to the... Uh, Midtown, Midtown West.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if, if the living's good up here. I tell you, you know, Bobby and I both used to walk to work in the studios. I love that, That's and good, now right. we're way uptown, but we love it up here. We actually love being in Midtown. You Used to have a restaurant up here. You, I had, it up here I too. had
3: Bar American for fifteen years oh, on Fifty Second yeah. Street. We both from here. Yeah,
0: God, I wish it was still open. We would go there every single friggin' day. I love that restaurant so much. Thank He's you.
3: gonna open it just for us. Exactly. exactly. <laughs>
0: well, you know, Bobby's opening a new restaurant in Las Vegas right next to Amalfi, right?
3: Rosserie B. It's actually the French version of Bar American. <gasps> oh, I
0: want to go. Mm. Well, Bar American, that doesn't make sense because it's French. I know, American but, is I, but American. But Bar
4: Mar- No, I know. <laughs>
3: I, I wanted to confuse everybody. It I works. mean, What? <laughs> it worked. It worked, yeah.
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> how, how exciting.
0: You know what, Bobby? You've been so busy with your TV food network shows and things. It, it, it seems like in my mind anyway you've sort of exited off the uh the restaurant road for a little bit. I mean, I mean I mean Amalfi's doing very well. But you used to have a lot of restaurants going on at one time.
3: Well, I mean I had like I, I always had one, two, or three restaurants in New York City and this is the first time as an adult that I don't have a restaurant in New York City. As a kid you had a restaurant in New York yes. City? What does that mean? <laughs> I'm just saying, like since I've started I mean Elvis. What? <laughs> I, Oh, you like ten years old with a why, restaurant. I don't recall Mesa, that. Why are you getting technical?
4: You know what I mean.
3: You said as an adult. I opened my in the first area. restaurant when I was 25 years old at Mesa Grill on 15th and 5th. Wow, 25. 25. Mm-hmm. That was a great restaurant too. You've that, had that some was open great for restaurants. for 26 years. I know. How do
1: you know what you're doing at 25? No idea. Okay.
3: No idea what I was doing.
0: You know what? Just look it back. Look back at the incredible restaurants you had open
3: at one time. And Amalfi is still amazing. Bolo. Fifteen. Bolo. Years. Right. Bar American, 15 years. Mesa Grill, 25, 26 years. And Gatto. Gatto, uh, only eight years. That was my sh- the pandemic ended that one. That's a that sad a, that thing because that was a great restaurant. I love You've that some, restaurant.
0: Yeah, me too. We all did. But you, Bobby Flay, knowing that you had the some of the most successful restaurants in the history of New York City restaurants, that's pretty cool. Good for you.
3: Thank you.
1: You know what I miss? I miss Bobby's Burger Palace by me because it was my go-to all the time and and I actually have heard a couple of people that say why is it not here anymore and I you know I mean like well <laughs> Bobby told me that she's uh, got the inside scoop.
3: (laughs) Well, you know, so we, so we, so during the pandemic, Bobby's Burger Palace had, was like 13 years old at that point. And so we decided to, well, first of all, like we closed a lot of them because of the pandemic. I mean, nobody was going to malls. I mean, it was over. And so, but we've, but we reestablished, um, the burger concept, now it's called Bobby's Burgers and we're starting to reopen them in lots of different places. There's three in Las Vegas, there's one in Atlantic City, there's one at Yankee Stadium. We just opened one in the Phoenix airport. Like we're conti- Now we're starting to like, to read, so I'm gonna have to open one in your neighborhood. Yes, Danielle. Paramus, New Jersey, yes, exactly. that area, very nice. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever Danielle goes, she needs a Bobby's Burger.
0: <laughs>
2: the, the shakes are the best.
3: Yeah, the shakes are killer. Is this How's
2: weird, the- us bringing up all these restaurants like we're talking about all your exes? Like, so, tell us about that, <laughs> <It's fine laughs> what with me. happened?
3: The- you really do have hot sauce on your station? Yeah, oh, you think it's a joke? Of course. <laughs> I just did Hot Ones. Have you, do you watch that show? I yes.
2: do. I didn't see your episode, though.
3: Okay. No, well, you said something on Hot Ones I yeah. want
0: to ask you about. But yeah, no, Hot Sauce, I mean, Gandhi is all about hot sauce. She yeah. puts it on, she puts hot sauce on
3: hot sauce. I mean, she's that <laughs> insane with it.
2: <laughs> but I will say, you're a chef. I try the food first. I'm not rude. I don't just, just dump it on there for no okay. reason. You know. No, I
3: appreciate that. Yeah. Do you have a favorite hot sauce?
2: Ooh, honestly, I like this stuff right here. What is that? It's from Gringos. I don't know what it is. It's like their own little house-made whatever it is. They snuck me a bottle. It's really. But do cute. you like
3: really, 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 really hot hot sauce?
2: No, I don't like it to be painful. Yeah, like I, hot I, ones. I totally
3: agree. I, how how it,
2: bad did it get on hot ones? Did it get really painful? It,
3: it, there's one that's really their speed bump. It's called the bomb. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's usually number eight of ten. So they c- kind of punch you in the face at, at like eighty percent done. That's terrible. That that that, that well. That one kind of hurts. <laughs> For the most part, they were all pretty spicy, but they had tons of flavor. That that's and that's really what I talked about—the different flavors that I was like picking up, you know. For sure, it's yeah. important
2: that it actually tastes good. Yeah. not just burns your taste buds. Exactly. Yeah, it needs
3: flavor. Yeah. Absolutely. How
2: long did you feel the after effects of the uh, number eight?
3: Uh, well, the, you know, look, the key to it <laughs> is that they they give you water and they give you milk. Mm-hmm. Don't drink the water. Right. Because the water just pushes the the hot sauce around your mouth. It doesn't really do anything else but that. It wow, makes it worse. I didn't know that. So you just like dairy is important. So I just I just sipped some milk here and there, and and I got through it. Okay, wow. you also have to try to sound intelligent because they're asking they're they're interviewing you. They right. ask you questions. That's the beauty of the show.
2: Well, you sweat through it.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, I found I
3: eating. This. Eating spicy food, I, I can't stop eating it.
0: If you stop eating spicy food, that's when the heat hits in. I, so I keep eating it, which is stupid, but I don't know. So you did say something on Hot Ones that I thought was interesting. You were asked, what is the quintessential New York City meal? And your answer was, do you remember what you said?
3: No, it's was stoned on hot sauce. <laughs> you said, okay. Oh, oh Steak. steakhouse? Yeah, steakhouse. Oh, yeah.
0: Which is, yeah, we have some of the best steakhouses in the world here. But then we got into a little debate, and someone said, That's stupid. It's pizza.
3: What is he talking about? Well, pizza's great, so, too. I, I, know, I, I mean, can, New you can York can have more than both. one quintessential meal. Yeah. I mean, pizza is definitely one of them, for sure. Where do you like to eat pizza in New York? Oh.
0: There's a million different places. I, I, I love uh Rosa. I think it's my favorite pizza in town, I think. Really? Well, why, why are you questioning my answer? <laughs>
3: No, no, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's really good. I just haven't. I haven't eaten there. I've only eaten there once. What about for a slice?
0: Oh. Oh, Joe's. Okay. See,
1: I like artichoke pizza, but I like their their vodka pie. It's so good. What?
2: What
0: What was that? You just.
1: it is not slam approved. Terrible, Dan Dan. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say.
0: He just that. gave us a dirty look. That. I love, you know the tavern <laughs> pie. at Emmett's is my favorite pie. Actually, Emmett's is the best. I love Emmett's. I
3: I, I haven't. I've only eaten artichoke once. Seriously, it's like I, I think pizza is one of those things in New York. It's like the, pizza, barbecue, anything like that. Like the debates will go on forever. Because yeah. everybody th- feels like the one that they like is the best for whatever particular reason. I mean, that's Bobby really
0: was one of the first adapters of
3: having a Jersey City pizza store be part of the New York City. No, no, no. Question, let, right? let me Raza. <laughs> th- this guy Raza, yeah. Dan, yeah. he makes the best pizza I've ever tasted in my life. Really? Yeah. I always yeah. say the best pizza in New York. It might be in Jersey City. Well, we is. need.
2: Why doesn't we need to have this? Let me tell You've you. You've so not been is, there. No, Never. it's right around the corner from my apartment, and it's I swear. It's on the other side
3: of the Holland Tunnel. It's nuts.
2: Every time you say this, I think the price goes up five dollars. So thanks a lot, Bobby. <laughs> well,
3: it's really expensive. <laughs> Listen, everybody has to understand that you guys have to start paying more money in restaurants, otherwise they're not going to survive. That's the yeah. that's the bottom line. That's that's okay. the issue. Things just cost more than they used to. Just the way it is. It's just the way it is. But
1: I think if you, if it's an established chef like yourself and you put your name on it, people are going to come.
3: Doesn't mean you're going to make money though. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. How do
1: you find like your, like how do you, a Bobby Flay, find the person that you trust to be in that kitchen?
3: Oh, I just train people. I mean, I'm going out to Vegas uh, for the whole month of December to train everybody. So that you know, then by by the end of the month we'll be ready to open. It's the only way to do it. You have to train people. I don't. Really, and the bottom line is, I was actually talking to my chef de cuisine out there the other day. She, we had this meeting, and she was like, you know, it's really, you know, it's really hard to find people these days because there's like there's a bunch of ho- new hotels opening in Vegas, so obviously the labor pool is not as big as it used to be, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And I said, all I care about is enthusiasm. I just want people who just want to learn and do this, like. The experience, yes, it's important, but the enthusiasm is even more important because I can train them to do whatever I need them to do. That's the key. You know, if they okay. if they have the enthusiasm, if they have if the, if they have the want. I have a really
0: dear friend who has a restaurant, a great restaurant out here in New Jersey, and uh, the place just—it's a machine. It just works beautifully. The the people that work there are just perfect. Everything the food is just plated beautifully and tasty. Obviously,
3: and obviously they send you a lot of free
0: meals. I can feel Not right. at all. No, no. I pay full price and I tip like a mofo. He it's does. all good. He does. Uh,
3: but, are you but a good tipper, would, Elvis? Oh, I, God, absolutely. Yeah. And
0: if you're no, hot, yeah. he's
1: a better tipper. <laughs> yeah, if
0: you're hot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah if, you're if you're a hot, waiter, like who? I would tip
3: you big money, Bobby. You if you were my what server. That's what I get. <laughs> you're you're, you're, you're just a good guy, honestly. I am. You are the best guy you'll ever meet, and I really mean that you're a good guy across the board that's that's you know that's yes. well may i return
0: of uh, the sentiments i gotta say that you're one of my favorite people and something recently happened that made me extremely sad for you and that was when you lost nacho mm. oh, uh your yeah. kitty cat oh, you want you want me to cry now no and not no all, i don't i don't I, I you to cried cry so many
3: tears for that cat like, I, I, honestly, I imagine
0: it was people it was, don't understand people not. don't understand that they are your kid you yeah. know and, you know, uh, it's,
3: I know people always talk about that stuff. It's like you know when you lose a pet as a as a pet parent, it's very different than 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 losing a human uh, family member or a friend, friend, etc. It's just different. It's not it's not harder or not harder. It's just very different. They become part of you, like because right. you do everything for them, and they feel like you feel like they do every they do everything for you. It's 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 an amazing relationship. Yes, I miss him dearly, of course. Absolutely. I bet you do. You know, and. Uh,
0: no matter, no matter who pisses you off or who you piss off during the cor- the course of the day, when you get home and your little kitten or your little puppy's there waiting for you, you're like, God, you know what? Yeah. Forget everything and everyone else. This is what matters to me. Yeah. So, uh, our condolences, and you know, I'm so I'm so sorry that you went through that pain and still yeah. are going yeah. through yeah. it because I sucks. know what it's like. It's not good. It sucks. Yeah, it hurts. And it's yeah. and I don't know if you remember what I said in my text to you. I yep. it, it hurts. It's supposed to hurt. Yeah, I know. That's the whole point. I you know? know, it's like ugh. anyway. Hey, um, how's the coffee that you uh, that you poured yourself from that um, machine down the hall?
3: Awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give you, you guys a two on coffee. What <laughs> well, is going you did on? Not here? Use, you use brand you new didn't, studio. First you, didn't all, use, the yeah, first you all, use the DeLonghi. Yeah, you, no, you didn't we should use the, the machine. DeLonghi
0: machine right here. Right where. Because Froths nice milk and espresso. You have it it's right, unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's kind it's like, right out here. You
1: use that machine that's probably dirty and has like dirty water and stuff. Oh, in okay, we talk talking about the machine. Yeah.
3: And why May is your coffee mate? I mean, honestly, like, what's wrong I with know. milk? <laughs> My God. Okay, I, please let
0: me speak here. It's very important. First of all, let's get rid of coffee mate. That's coffee colon. mate.
3: Is that a sponsor of yours? No, no. no. no.
0: It's colon right, Clogger, it is what out. that oh, is. And Scotty B, where's Scotty? Is he on? He's in there. Uh, hold on. Uh, Scotty B is convinced that if you go to a, a, a hotel and they have a coffee machine in the room, yes. that people are putting their wieners in it. Absolutely. They've done it. We oh think that God. someone's been putting their wiener in that machine Ned that you thought. used. Yeah. yeah.
2: You know but we, we found mean? out it was kind of true because all the flight attendants said they washed their underwear in the hot coffee machine yes. area.
0: What? Yeah. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't.
0: Bobby thinks that's kind of hot. Don't <laughs> <it>. I don't. <laughs>
3: it's creative. It's creative. I don't. I don't eat on on airplanes.
2: Why? Nothing?
3: No. Mm-mm. I only if it's packaged. So like a bag of potato chips. Oh no. Right. Why?
1: Why? why? Oh. Tell us why. Well,
3: think about it. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Think
3: exactly. It, it, it's yeah, but all it comes institutional. In
1: like a vacuum little seal thing
0: no, I'm all not. The time. I'm not down
3: with it
4: really
0: no and nor, no. nor should you i've never had a good well actually i had one good good meal on one plane one time and but you know you paid for it um but even then it's all institutionalized cooking i mean it's the same way they make lunches for prisons it really <laughs> truly is
3: oh it well, is. the flight attendants always say to me so um you're not eating with us are you so, like, if they, they're already answering the question for me. Well,
1: that's because you're a chef no, and they know you're going to be like. No.
0: <laughs> Look, uh, I want to talk about uh, Bobby, Beat Bobby Flay, the holiday throwdown. Yes, please. And we're talking about you on Hot Ones and eating food that was like really, really spicy and it kind of messed you up. When I was on Beat Bobby Flay as your guest, whenever I was.
3: What do you, you mean, what, what do you mean? You were the co-host. You <laughs> always that say that. You always belittle my show. You, were, you were a guest. No.
0: I'm not belittling <laughs> your show. I'm belittling my my appearance on your show. I don't know. I, do you remember who your co-host show. was? Uh, yes.
3: I'll give you a hint. <laughs> no, it, it's...
0: Uh, Katie Lee. <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, Katie Lee. <laughs> That's yeah. your hint. I love her.
0: <laughs> anyway, you threw it and let your competition beat you on purpose not i true. know you did you overspiced your food it was so spicy it was it was bad it was something you not, you would not have done well i think you did over you have purpose. to
3: remember something like in a, in 45 minutes i'm trying to cook 6 dishes and the you know the heat is on so to speak i don't i'm not not everything goes the way you expect it to go that's why there's a clock i mean it creates pressure if i was cooking for you in my house and i had 2 hours to cook the meal I, it would be more. There'd be more precision in the seasoning. But sometimes, if you get you know caught up at the end, you're just hoping for the best.
0: I will tell you on that. Uh, it was the New York City Wine and Food Festival, and Katie Lee was doing a demonstration cooking segment. You know, for the for an audience. And she cooked this dish, and I was co- co-hosting with her, and it was so over-salty. And I said something in front. Of, I think Whoa. she's mad at me. I went, "Oh God, that's awful."
2: She's out here shredding <laughs> all the chefs. Oh my God!
0: And I, I should have let it go. Go, oh wow, that's great, you know. and uh, it, I, I don't know. I felt like she's never really forgiven me for that. Really? Well, it was really salty. <laughs> Um
3: okay. Wait, well, speaking
1: well, of salty, are you disappointed that you came here today and we don't have our stuff
2: off for you?
3: I was going to talk to you about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, talk about it. Well, it is it's is, it's a very touchy week coming up for me and us as a group. let mm-hmm. Let's have a let's have group group therapy right now. Wait, what's it, okay. why is it touchy? Well, because ever cuz cuz for a while every year we would do the Thanksgiving stuff off uh-huh. is that what it's called yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah where you guys would each make our stuffing or buy one
2: <laughs> what <laughs>
3: or have one of your friends make what? doesn't matter and they'd bring it in and, 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 I, and I would taste it blind tasting and uh, and then we re- an award a winner in second place and third place and this and that, but the problem with that that is that it created decades of uh, issues between <laughs> us all, and so. <laughs> Some more than other. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I was I was literally wait like I knew I was going to come in this week and I was like oh it's a week before Thanksgiving maybe they'll ask me to do the Thanksgiving stuff off. No call. Wait, but did we d- I thought we did it
1: last year. Did we not? We did. We, last did. Year. we did. We did. That
3: the, but that was it. That was well, the last one. That was the last
0: one. I think
1: we just ran out of time this year. I think none of us had time to cook anything. That really Well, was may the, I
0: tell I you else? what else is happening there, Danielle? Oh, what else? Well, the year that Andrew brought in his mom's stuffing and you said it tasted like Cat food.
3: Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't good. <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah. yeah. So I think we that's tried- a good thing. I like cats. <laughs> I have my we, own cat food, made by <laughs> nacho. Don't forget it. We that's actually tried thing. to get Andrew's mom to call in and she refused. She, she's still <laughs> humiliated. I um, hired Andrew's mom for made by Nacho. Oh
4: my god, you're digging it! <laughs> You, oh, you are Mama the worst. You, you are the worst.
0: What an awful thing to say.
3: Oh, Mama Donna, God. your
2: baked ziti is amazing. You are. Delicious. I will tell
3: oh, you. The other day,
0: her, her pasta was incredible. You no, know, I want to tell you something. Oh, my God.
3: This is, this is all your fault.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys are doing this to
3: me.
0: No, you did it. You said his mom, the stuff he grew up on tasted like cat food, and her entire bowling league heard it. And so she can't bowl anymore. She can't look us in the eye anymore. Other than that, you're a great guy, Bobby Flay. We love you. Yeah, I love you that every we actually uh, tried to have her call in so that you could
2: apologize, but she's still
0: too
3: soft. She's very upset. Like terrible. How can I make it up to her? I, don't know. I wouldn't. Let's just leave it alone. I think you should walk away from it.
2: <laughs> you know what, though, that is too people funny. eat stuffing at Thanksgiving or at Christmas, right? Yeah. So we could do it. In a couple weeks, we could, Ooh. yeah.
3: Gandhi looking for that hot or, sauce move,
2: you know <laughs> What if we didn't do stuffing? We did a different dish. Yeah, how
3: about a different dish? <laughs>
1: like a pasta dish okay. or something.
3: Oh, oh, uh, of course. <laughs> what is that I, just, I, would I did, do. I was in the car. I, and I just heard you do like uh, a commercial for some Italian food. What oh, was that it? was yeah, Mama, Mama Mancini. Mancini. <laughs> Mama Mancini. She's gonna buy from Mama no, Mancini.
1: <laughs> I, I make a great lasagna. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. I do.
3: She does. Bechamel or not? No, no. Ricotta? No. no.
1: No, I do. Ground beef. Um, oh yeah, I do have ricotta. Yeah. Okay, I'm ground beef. One, you know, Ooh, yes. I would
0: never. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I I use Ina Garden's recipe because I want. I always wanted to be one of her gays. <laughs> she has so many gay friends. Anyway, yeah. But you know what she does? She puts a little goat cheese in it as well to give it a little tang. It's really good. Mm, you know. No one likes that idea. Hey, I got a special surprise coming up for you in a second. Don't don't guess out loud what it could be, but you're gonna you're gonna love this phone call that's on the way. Also, my favorite advice from Bobby Flay. Someone asked him the best steak knife recommendation. He said, "Buy a more tender steak."
3: <laughs> that was you Greg remember saying T. That? I saw Greg T in, in, the, in the hallway. He's like, ah. Uh uh, I, do I do I have to spend fifteen hundred dollars on steak knives? I'm like, dude, just buy a better steak. <laughs> <It's so true. laughs> a- like, who cares about the knife?
0: Wait a minute, he's been asking about steak knife recommendations for like three weeks now. Yeah, what is, his on- his yeah why
1: is he doing? Yeah, he has been doing. I'm that. worried.
0: We have a big surprise for Bobby. We've got to talk about uh, Bobby Flay's Holiday Throwdown. It's already on. I mean, seven episodes of Bobby Flay excellence. We'll get to that in a second. A special surprise on the way for you, Mr. Flay. Just hang on. Let's talk about Beat Bobby Flay Holiday Throwdown.
3: Okay, so the, uh, so the deal with this is that it's it's a holiday version of of Beat Bobby Flay. Obviously, stands the name, but it's it's all of the like chefs and hosts that you see on Food Network all the time. So it's basically it's very sort of. Uh, in-house so to speak and you know and we and we create teams usually there's not teams cooking on Beat Bobby Flay it's individuals but mm-hmm. you know we kind of team up and it's really really fun and it's very competitive because as you can imagine all these chefs want to win oh yeah hey question you know with all the egos that are rolling around at the Food Network there's no egos at Food Network
0: oh, there's a lot of network egos on there and I <laughs> it's okay to have an ego that's a part of the art and that's good but have you is there anyone in the chef world that is so so loved but you have eaten their food and you're thinking I don't get it uh, no
3: names I mean mean, of course okay Okay, name names no (laughs) You you think
1: anybody does that for your food I'm sure you do. Everybody
3: has an opinion, okay, you know. All right. yeah. I've never had a bad meal. Listen, ever. I brought biscuits here once you guys threw me out of the at the studio.
1: That's because you're Bobby Flay, you don't bring biscuits. That's biscuits why. are good.
3: I love biscuits. What's your problem with biscuits? And it
1: wasn't enough, isn't that
2: what we were? Scary,
3: you're together? so quiet today. Yeah, no, just I'm observing. <laughs> you know what I realized? I don't have a restaurant in New York so he doesn't ask me for a reservation. That's what's
2: going <laughs> cool. on. Uh, well he probably deleted he, your number.
0: <laughs> he, no, he's already ready to ask you for a reservation at the new place you're yeah, opening that, up in I Las I Vegas. Am. I'm
3: gearing up for that. I can't wait. <laughs> yes, Vegas is his move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. Do you get tired of
0: your friends calling and trying to trying to get into your restaurants no. back in the day when you had a lot of restaurants? I'm totally honored.
3: I, okay. I love when people call me.
0: I hate doing that because we we have a good friend here, Mario Carbone, of course, here in New York City, and I never can get into a restaurant, so I have to text him. And I always feel like such an idiot. I feel like I'm... Like, he's like, oh, great. Here's Elvis. wants a restaurant reservation? Yeah, but, but he's always very sweet and kind and says, no. I'd <laughs> love you to come in. He says
1: like, no? Oh, no, he
0: says. no, no. He says, no, you're not being you're not okay. being rude. I'd, we'd love to give you a seat at the have restaurant. Have you been to Teresi? Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. It's, it's one of my favorite restaurants. They just earned and their uh, first Michelin star. Just uh, last week it was announced. Yeah, it's really good. It's hey, how important is it to have a Michelin star or two?
3: Depends what kind of restaurant it is
0: you know there are restaurants in New York City that are hole in the wall restaurants that have Michelin stars. I, I didn't know that. I thought it was only for like the you know, the places that no one yeah, could get I in North York.
3: Yeah, I think I think the people that really care about Michelin stars are like the you know the very very high end restaurants because they want two or three Michelin stars because they're competing at that level. I think you know for more casual restaurants, I don't think is it's it's I mean it's it's a really nice honor for them to get it, but I don't think it's a big part of their business. But what about when you lose a star? Is that
0: just mm-hmm. like the worst day of your life? They can take them back. Yeah. Am I hitting a weird nerve with this Michelin star thing with you? No.
3: I had had a Michelin star. This is so weird. I had a Michelin star in Las Vegas at Mesa Grill, which it shouldn't. That kind of restaurant is not trying to get a Michelin star. And they gave us a Michelin star. And then I think like two years later, they took it away. (laughs) I was like, okay. Didn't matter. Do I mean, your price? Can your prices go we up? When you it. get that? What's that? If
1: you get a Michelin star, does your prices go up? No. Oh no, I don't know.
3: Oh, actually, that's a good idea.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I had. What was? I was watching something the other day, and the lady was saying, "Well, I don't go to those restaurants because they're more expensive."
3: Well, that's my point. Is that like three-star Michelin restaurants are going to be incredibly expensive? Mm. You know. Okay. Hey, we have a
0: special surprise for you.
3: Are you ready? Yeah, I've been waiting. What's going on?
0: Okay, uh, line 19, a very special uh, person. See if you can guess who this is by the sound (laughs) of this person's voice. Uh, Hello, is the mystery caller there? (laughs) Well, of course I (laughs) hear Who is this? Monsieur
4: Belan, good morning. How is your breakfast show in America? Oh, it's oh, it's, it's it's Chef Latte. Why, of course. Je m'appelle, of course, Chef Latte. <laughs> Bonjour,
0: everybody. Bonjour. How many different languages are you he speaking? No, hey, guess is what? he I have, French or Italian? I have I have your best friend Bobby Flay here. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, that's
4: why I called to talk to McFlay. Uh, how you doing, they, Bobby McFlay? Nice
3: to, nice to hear your voice. I didn't know you were still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, a,
4: that's a very
0: funny joke. They, very funny joke. By the way, <laughs> hey, Chef Latino, not It's not Bobby McFlay. It's just Bobby Flay. There's no Mac on it.
4: Yes, I know, but you he know, he's so I don't like him, so I call him McFly. you know. <laughs> He's got a decorated shuffle like me, you know. <laughs>
0: well, you sound like you're drunk or something. I'm not <laughs> quite yeah. sure what's going on here. <laughs> well, <laughs> right now I'm flying. Right now I'm, right now I'm in my private
4: plane above the French Riviera. I'm headed to have a dinner with the Prince of Morocco at the <laughs> Hotel de Paris. What? <laughs> You know, of you're so fucking well, crap, Bobby. Crud- let me ask you, Bobby. You fly private, or you fly it with everybody else? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, take the bus. I think a
3: val- it's a valid question. <laughs> <laughs> you take the bus. I take the uh, yeah. I like Greyhound. <laughs> you yes, see America. you do. You Greyhound
4: bus. That's what you do with wings. <laughs> <You> do. <laughs> <laughs> Might tell you my plane is so big, of course. I have all my Ramon on there at 769 I fly, you know (laughs) what I say?
0: I have a sister with all the women. They're called women, not women. <laughs> I call them women. All right, well, Chef Letty, we're going to let you go. I'm sure you have turbulence ahead before you land in uh, the south of France or wherever you are. I don't know where you are. We'll talk to you later. Well, I say goodbye to everybody there, especially Danielle and Dante. <laughs> Never a boring moment with Chef Letty. <laughs> wow. wow. Oh, my God. Wow. All right, so I, okay, so it's happening now. It's uh, Food Network's favorites. Bobby Flay, Holiday Throwdown which is on until the end of the month I want to see this who was, who was your favorite to uh, compete with? Mm. This year? Yeah I, I see I love Alex Michael Voltaggio. Love you Okay You like him? Yes from uh, Philadelphia right?
3: Mm. No No? no? <laughs> Alright <laughs> Where's he from? Wait Elvis have you watched my new show Triple Threat? No I haven't It's sweeping the nation it is
0: well. Okay, let's talk about Triple Threat. Why is it? Why, in your opinion, is it sweeping the nation? Because I have, I have watched it, by the way.
3: It, uh, so it's three chefs: Brooke Williamson, Tiffany Derry, and Michael Voltaggio. Not from Philadelphia. They're, they are the house chefs. I, I have a speakeasy. I'm the host, and I am like the matchmaker. And they're they're my house chefs. I put up twenty five thousand dollars in cash, and then I bring in one chef to take on all three of them. And if they if they can uh, beat them cumulatively over the night, then they get the money. Well. It's really it's really a fun show. And it's all... And this is why. And, like, and, and it's like, there's no bells and whistles. It's all just great cooking. I give them two ingredients that make sense together. Like, for instance, like steak and blue cheese. And they have to make their, mm-hmm. you know, the, their, their best two dishes with those ingredients. Sounds easy, but the, the, the hard part is there's so many different directions you can go. So anyway, long story short, it's it's uh, it's in its second season. We're about to shoot the third season. It's going really well. All right, before you leave,
0: one of your, like, most important valuable tips for preparing Thanksgiving
3: meal, go. chicken stock, hot chicken, chicken stock. stock on the back hot of the chicken stove, stock. on the right. back of the stove, with a ladle in it, so that after you slice your turkey, after you take your dressing out, and you, and also you have your gravy ready to go, you can use the chicken broth to warm the warm and uh, warm the warm the sliced turkey. Also brings the sort of juiciness back to it. Huh. You can put slits in your dressing, and then. Um, put some of the hot chicken broth into it so that it, it heats it up within. And also, if it was dry, it's not going to be dry anymore. It can be, you know, obviously will have like a good moisture to it. And then and then the, um, the last thing is the gravy. Like the, when gravy sits there, what happens? It gets thick, it gets cold. Put a little warm chicken stock in there, thin it out, heat it up, and you're ready to go. The hardest thing to do for anybody, whether you're a professional cook or somebody who just cooks once a year, is getting the food on Thanksgiving hot to the table. And chicken broth is the key. There you go.
0: Well, I tell you, when you come on our show, and I've, I've said this a million times, people love it. People love your energy. I love it when you're on our show. I just, I wish you were here more. I know it's way uptown. We're upstate New York,
3: basically. Uh, please come see us again soon. You promise? Elvis, thank you so much for having me. And you know, I've been waiting for my for my job offer for 12 years now. Uh-huh. So
1: don't tempt him. He might give you a
2: scary one <laughs> <wants, laughs> Scary <laughs> wants to
3: retire. I know how to push <laughs> these buttons.
2: <laughs> that makes
0: one of you. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> wow! Well, I'm getting it from all. That- Damn. You yeah. really are. I don't, we I don't, don't mess you, with Bobby.
3: Danielle. She can keep her job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, none, of, none of us mess with Danielle. That's a smart move. We love you, Bobby. Please come back and see us again soon. Bobby. promise. Hey. They wake me up. I like the morning show. Are we on? Yeah, we're, we're live. Elvis Duran in the morning show.